Hi there, I'm Vincent Boss and I provide dating and self-improvement advice. And in today's podcast, we're going to be discussing Stay in Your Ex's Head. I provide audio coaching to help people try and get their ex back or get a new girlfriend or boyfriend. Check out my website for more details, www.dateme.tips. Please check your spam and junk folders if you are expecting an email from me. So now let's get back into today's podcast and today we are discussing Stay in your ex's head. So if you have been dumped and want to try to get your ex back, it's likely you are worried about remaining in their thoughts. In today's podcast, I discuss three points about staying in your ex's head after a breakup. So let's get straight into this. And point number one is possessions. So after a breakup has taken place, one of the things you are likely to have to deal with are possessions. Are your ex's possessions at your house? Are your possessions at your ex's house? Or if you shared a home together, then who has all of the possessions? You know, because these things are going to have to be sorted out. And hence, you can use this to your advantage. If you have been dumped and want to try to get your ex back, you are in a position where your ex wants to move forward in their own direction, on their own life journey. And you, of course, didn't want this to end. So therefore, your ex, the dumper in this instance, will be more likely to want to get things sorted out so they can move forward in their own way. My suggestion is that you use this to your advantage by controlling if and when possessions are exchanged. Now, this has to be done very sensibly and carefully. So please listen, because if you get this wrong, you can come across as awkward. You can come across as arrogant. And this certainly won't help you. Okay, so first of all, let's consider that you have your ex's possessions. At the end of the day, they have a legal right to have their possessions. So if your ex asks you for their possessions, you have to give them to them. But how you give them to them is up to you. Now, again, something else to consider here is your own mental health. If your mental health is really suffering, then you need to consider whether you're in the right position to actually exchange these possessions or whether you need a third party to do this for you. I don't want you presenting yourself as somebody with an unstable mindset, getting overly emotional or angry. That is not going to help you at all. So if your mental health is suffering and your ex asks you to send back their possessions, then you have a few ways of doing it, okay? If your mental health isn't quite right, you could send these possessions through the post. You could ask a third party to be the person who gives those possessions to your ex. But I would say if, generally speaking, you are okay, if you can keep a stable mindset, then being in the position where you are actually there and your ex is there and you see each other, when these possessions are exchanged, this is a great position for you to present yourself as a new improved person. But only, of course, if you have a stable mindset. So if your ex says, look, I really want to pick up my stuff. Can I come round? Then you need to be arranging a time which suits you. You need to look your best, smell your best, be your best, behave in the best possible way. But I certainly don't suggest flirting or anything like that. You need to keep things on point and understand that this is your ex collecting their belongings. Now, what you want to be doing 
is showing yourself as a high value person who is calm, stable and attractive. You want to be planting positive seeds in their mind for future reference about you as a person. Now, what happens if your possessions are in your ex's house or your possessions are with your ex in one way, shape or another? What happens there? Well, this is where you can really use this to your advantage, because I would say if you don't need these possessions back desperately, then don't ask for them straight away, because this is a great way to stay in your ex's mind if they still have your belongings. Now, if these belongings are something very insignificant, maybe a cheap pair of socks, then you are never going to really have the right to say, look, I want to come around and collect my socks. That will look obvious. That will look ridiculous. That won't help you. And if you decide to try to kick this into the long grass, as we say, make this something which you don't put a date on, eventually your ex might just throw these away because they will know they are not really, truly valuable. However, on the flip side, if there is something really, really important in your ex's possession, maybe they have your work laptop, then this is something you're going to have to get ASAP. Again, you've got to be sensible with what I'm suggesting here. What we're looking at is something mid-range, something which isn't as valuable as a work laptop, but is more valuable than a cheap pair of socks. If there is something that your ex has of yours, which is in this mid-range, you can just leave things be. Because you know your ex is unlikely to throw this item away anytime soon. They probably already feel bad about the breakup itself. They probably think, well, I don't want to throw away their stuff. Now, this doesn't mean they won't in the future. If this is six months, nine months, a year down the line, this could happen. But you can certainly buy yourself some time by, if you and your ex are discussing when you want to collect each other's things, you can just say, look, I'll let you know, you know, I'm quite busy. I'll get back to you. You know, you can leave this. You can let this ruminate in your ex's mind so that they will be thinking about you. They will see your possessions. That will act as a trigger. They might be thinking, I really want to give this back. This will keep them thinking about you. Now, again, you've got to do this right. Don't be awkward. Don't be angry. Don't be irritable. If your ex wants their things back, you can't really delay that, okay? They have a right to have their own things back. So you've got to be either arranging for a third party, you've got to be sending it through the post, or you've got to be taking it to them or them coming to you. You can't really turn that down. You've just got to present yourself in the best possible light. When it's your possessions with your ex, though, you can control this a little bit more and providing it's not something really valuable and expensive or the other side of a coin, something really cheap and pointless. If it's something mid-range, you can try to delay this. Now, don't make it obvious. Don't make it silly, but just kind of say, look, I'll get back to you when I have opportunity. I'm quite busy right now. And let your ex have your stuff for a few weeks, maybe even a month or so, and just let this consider in their mind. You let their mind wonder about you when they see your things, when they wonder about when you're going to pick these up. Don't go on for too long. Make sure this is something which can be sorted out, okay? If you've promised you're going to contact your ex, then this gives you a great way to actually reach out to them in a rare instance with a dumpy reaching out to their ex if it has been prearranged. But ideally, you wouldn't be doing this. Ideally, you'd be waiting for them to come to you. So you could, for instance, say, look, I'm a bit busy. I'll get back to you when I can. And then just don't say anything for a while. See if they come to you to try to arrange it. Wait a few weeks month or so. If it gets to a few months down the line, then you could use this as a possibility of reaching out yourself. It's your possessions. You have every right to arrange this. This is where you can have a control and this is where you can remain in your ex's mind. 
So now let's get into point number two and the second point of today's podcast about staying in your ex's head. And point number two is social media. Social media is so powerful as a way to stay in your ex's mind. You can use this even if you and your ex aren't connected on social media. The reason being that exes have an uncanny ability to find out about what you are posting online. Generally, this is friends of friends, family members, other people generally will let them know things even if you aren't still connected. Now, if you are connected, then that is all the better because they will clearly see everything that you are posting. So what I suggest you do is live your life to the full and post things about your life. Don't make things up. Don't be a liar, but make sure you present yourself in the best possible way, being happy, carefree, fun, attractive, ambitious. If you're posting a photo of yourself, make sure you look your best. If you're trying to live your best life and you will have plenty of things that you can post about. Now, if you're somebody who doesn't really post at all on social media, it would be silly if you suddenly start posting three times a day. Okay, get into this slowly but surely. If you're not somebody who often posts, maybe you start doing one post every couple of weeks. Maybe you end up doing a couple of posts a week. It depends on what you used to do because you don't want to make this obvious. If your ex thinks you are doing it for them, then this will lose all effect. It won't work and you shouldn't be doing it. But if you can do this subtly, if you can show truthful, genuine things about you which are attractive, this will keep you in your ex's mind for longer, okay? Because if your ex logs onto social media and sees what you are posting, they're naturally going to be thinking about you. Now, on the flip side, I would strongly suggest you never check your ex's social media. It will never help you. It will never give you any benefit. At best, you will be confused. And at worst, it will break your heart again. Just as what I'm suggesting to you, your ex will probably be doing subconsciously, posting about their best life. Most people do not present themselves in a negative way online. And hence, you never really know exactly what is going on when you read somebody's post, look at a photo. You might try to think, okay, what does this mean? Where are they? You don't know. You only know what somebody wants you to see. Okay, so please, please, please don't check your ex's social media. Maybe there is a way on the platform that you're on where you can turn off notifications. So therefore, you can still be connected with your ex on social media. But when you log on, you won't see what they're posting. That would be the ideal position. You don't see what they're posting, but hopefully they will be seeing what you post. If you're doing everything right, there would be no real reason for your ex to remove notifications of you because they're moving on their own journey. They're no doubt thinking, I'm living my own life. I don't need to delete my ex, okay? As long as you aren't bothering your dumper, they are less likely to delete you or remove notifications. So you don't check their social media, but if you do everything right, they should be noticing yours. And even if you aren't connected, friends and family are likely to spread the word and say, hey, look, have you seen what your ex is doing? I've just seen online, we're doing this, this and this. Before you know it, your ex can find out about all of the positive things that you are doing. Now, if you need help with this specific part of trying to get your ex back, and please remember, there is no 100% guaranteed way to get your ex back. Nothing works 100% of the time and nothing fails 100% of the time. But if you want support with the social media angle, then please consider my audio coaching service. I help lots of my clients with social media output and it can be very, very effective. It's not guaranteed to work 100% of the time, but it will likely improve your standing in your ex's mind as well as other people who see your social media. You know, I had a client once who was trying to get their ex back 
posting positive improvement things online. And although they didn't get their ex back, they actually attracted somebody that they didn't know was seeing their posts. It was a friend of a friend and they ended up getting together. You never know what the future holds. And please remember to keep all of your options open. If you want to help with social media, please go on my website, www.dateme.tips and follow the instructions of how to contact me regarding my audio coaching service. So now let's get into point number three and the final point of today's podcast about stay in your ex's head. And point number three is live your life. So everything we've been speaking about today links into the fact that if you live your life, your ex will think about you. You will always be part of their life story and they will always be part of your life story. Special days of the year will always act as triggers. And even though it's true that as the years and years tip by, your ex will be less likely to think of you on a daily basis, your ex will never forget you. So when we're speaking about staying in your ex's head, what can I do to stay in my ex's mind? Here's the thing. You will never, ever fully leave it especially if you do enough of the right things. If you implement my version of a no contact rule, for instance, if you want to learn more about that, please subscribe to my YouTube channel and ring the bell for notifications and see why my version of the rule differs to other people's that you can see online. It helps improve your own standing. It helps increase your self-esteem and it helps reattract your ex by being somebody who is a little bit mysterious, living their own life, pushing forward, not being needy, possessive or jealous. Okay. Those are the things, those are the three negative traits, neediness, possessiveness, jealousy. Those things are going to kill relationships. Those things are going to stop you getting your ex back. As long as you don't do that type of thing, your ex will have no reason to think of you in a negative way. As time moves forward, you will start to be seen even brighter in your ex's mind because of something that we like to call the fading effect bias, which basically represents the fact that as time moves forward, negative memories hold less power over time than positive memories. Negative memories fade sooner than positive memories. So when we consider you and your ex, if you were dumped, okay, your ex might not have seen you in the best light at the time of a breakup, but as time moves forward, the negative memories they have of you will fade sooner than the positive memories that they remember from you and your relationship. So the fading effect bias, you might as well say it is similar to rose-tinted glasses, looking back at the past wearing rose-tinted glasses. This will help you. And as time moves forward, your ex won't forget you. They'll be more inclined to think of you in a brighter, more positive way. Live your life to the full. Don't be negative and present yourself as an attractive person in every single way. And your ex will never truly forget you. You will always be in your ex's mind, even though it will lessen after many, many years. You will always be there in the back of their mind. They will never forget you. You're part of their life story. They are part of yours. Always remember your true worth and don't forget that even if you don't get your ex back, you can and will find somebody even better. If you believe that this podcast has helped you, then please consider buying me a coffee. The link to do so is in the description. Yeah, if you miss your ex, we can help with that. Help you get him back, or we can help find you someone else. Yeah, yeah, Vincent Bo, the relationship coach. Uh, giving you some insight, bringing you a new approach. DateMe.tips, go and check the site. Uh, giving you advice, helping with your love life. Get your ex back, or move to the next. Ain't no sweat, you know Vincent Bo got you. Finding love ain't no problem, yeah. DateMe.tips, check it out now.